Hey, fellow traveler, welcome to the Third Eye Awakening podcast, a show where we talk all about spiritual and psychic awakening, magic, the shift from 3D to 5D, star seeds, ascension, multiple timelines, multiple dimensions, the universe, the multiverse, the Akashic records, all the good things. I am your host, Amy Belair, and I'm so glad to have you here with me today. Okay, let's do this. Hi, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Third Eye Awakening. I'm really excited. I always say this for every episode, but this one I'm really excited because I have not done this before on Third Eye Awakening. This is going to be the first panel show ever for this podcast. And I'm talking today with the beautiful Heather Thomas, Kara Marie Busiker, and Amy Marie Kilstrom. So, These women are so brilliant, super psychically in tune, very high vibe. And I would know because I talk to them literally every day. We are in an apprenticeship group together and we check in with each other every day. We share our dreams. We share our realizations, our highs, our lows, our deep, dark moments and the breakthroughs that we have. And I can attest that these women and the the conversations that we have are super, super next level. I don't know where I would be without them. And I'm so excited to welcome them to the show to, to just share their brilliance and their insights with all of us. Welcome, beautiful ladies. Hey, everyone. So happy to be hey, here. Hey. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> So before we get into, we're going to get into the weird shit, everyone, because (laughs) that's what we talk about. That's what everyone's here for. That's right. (laughs) You you don't tune into Third Eye Awakening for like normal mainstream talk, that's for sure. (laughs) But how about um, we just go through everyone and you can introduce yourselves some people who are in soul space will recognize, especially recognize Heather, but also Kara and Amy are active in soul space too, but I'll go through how my screen shows everyone. So Heather, let's start with you. Hi. Yes. Uh, my name is Heather Thomas. I am, gosh, I don't, who am I? What am I anymore? Um, I think mainly I'm an alien whisperer in training. but yeah I just want to make everybody laugh but truly I think uh that is the case but I have been along on this ride not for long so I feel like it's been a lot longer than this but I started listening to Amy's podcast late last year of 2020 and just started going down this road and took a couple of her programs and decided that I was going to try out this whole Akashic records reading business for myself because why not? (laughs) And, uh, just here I am just being able to help others on this journey, whether it's through readings. Um, I recently started one-to-one mentorships. I hope to eventually have maybe like an awakening 101 type program because, things are moving so fast, so fast. Like, like I said, I can't believe it's only been 
you know, as long as it's been, but I'm really excited to be here with everyone today. I love these ladies so much. I'm just a huge plug for the priestess codes. Uh, one of Amy's and Amron's programs. Um, it's actually just a whole, a whole thing, right? It's more than just more than just a program, but I met all these lovely ladies through that. And we are truly a priestess sisterhood. And I love how we are reimagining or we are really embodying a divine sisterhood code. I think this is the way friendships, women friendships, and a true sisterhood is supposed to be just like we're moving towards better embodying the divine feminine frequency and men are are moving towards embodying the male divine frequency and putting that into balance within us and externally. I think we are embodying the, the coding that has always been there in order to have these deep, profound, goes beyond friendships. Um, and I just, you know, love that we're all here together to really speak to that. And I want this for everyone. I want this for men and I want this for women as well, that these deep, you know, bonds are available to everyone. They're within all of us and we're here to help you wake them up. So that's all from me for now. For now. Yes. (laughs) Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful introduction. Beautiful. Yeah. Beautifully put all the things Kara, do you want to let us know who you are, where you are, what you're up to, what you're about? Yeah, I'll jump on here. So I think you all are on East Coast time and I'm Pacific time. And I literally, this is how I live my life. I literally woke up maybe 45 minutes ago. I'm up. I live in Portland, Oregon, but I'm up on a cabin in the forest, like up on Mount Hood, if anyone knows where that is in Portland or Oregon. And I'm with friends and they're like, Kara, are you literally, are you really going on a podcast right now? Are you up for that? I'm like, yeah, why not? Cause I, my motto is like fly by the seat of your pants. <laughs> <laughs> and I actually have a tattoo of that on my butt cheek. <laughs> Fantastic. Yes. And, um, and I'm like, I, so I don't even know where to go. Like how I started on this awakening journey. Like I, I was in the priestess codes. I met Amy B. I met the other two. I came through Amron who I've known for about 10 years, but that's neither here nor there to get to the present moment. Literally last night, I was talking about um, jumping in and out of dimensions. I was talking to my friends about like how at some moments I thought I was in the fifth dimension and then I'd go back to the third. (laughs) (laughs) So it's just like, my brain is all over the place. And my friends who know me are like, okay, this is crazy Kara talking, but really it's like, it feels so amazing to talk to people that understand you when you're like talking about these like wild ideas and and then you have like resonance and people are like, oh yeah, totally. That's the best feeling ever to have witnesses to experiences that you've had 
that we're going through right now, it's amazing. And that was not linear at all, but that's just where I'm going from here. Perfect. <laughs> it was perfect. Yep. Five D is non-linear anyway. So <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I'm up on a cabin in a vortex. Pretty awesome. Much. A vortex of your own magic. Yep. <laughs> and it's amazing and it's magical and yeah well thank you for joining us today from your uh mountaintop cabin vortex yes and amy you're joining us from your car portal today i am in my car portal i have a, a little one bedroom one bath that hangs over the may river here in bluffton south carolina and it opens up to the ocean but that little one bedroom gets kind of loud um when there's Two of you and three dogs so <laughs> i decided to jump in the carpool uh, you guys are familiar with that but anyway yeah i'm amy i bounce between two locations between northern virginia and here and left in south carolina um my place up north is kind of nestled in the woods i love it and this place as i said is just on a river that opens up to the ocean it's just magic and i would say that um, my journey began in april what seven months ago it seems like it was so long ago. So much has happened. But uh -huh. my my best friend from high school, Heidi, came here over a spring break. And we just, we hadn't reconnected in 30 years. And we were here. And um, one of the things I do is I teach, I coach people in holistic nutrition. And I was taking her on that journey for the week that she was out here with me. And one of the things that we had to do was meditate every morning. And I was never a great meditator. Like, I kind of suck at it. I would get bored because I'm just an antsy pants type girl. And, um, but it's necessary. It's really, really necessary, especially when you're on a, a health journey. So I took her outside and we sat on the dock and we were facing towards the sunrise. And she also had said that she wasn't a great meditator. And I was like, okay. So I was kind of giving her some prompts and um, to talk through. Anyway, I got these visions. I was like, wait a minute. What, what just happened? Like these circles were opening up and um a, a neighbor of mine who's intuitive came later to explain you know oh I think those are portals I'm like what like I don't know the language I didn't know the language I didn't know anything and Heidi had been telling me about Amy Belair and she's like you gotta listen to her podcast you gotta join soul space so I did and Heidi and I had this amazing week like this just our, our meditations were off the chart. We were both getting tremendous visions. Um, like I was coming out of my skin because there's that level of crazy that you feel, but your friend is going through it with you. So it's kind of this great celebration of woohoo, either we're crazy together or uh, might be a little psychic, not sure. So one night I was actually on Facebook and Soul Space popped up and Amy, you popped up and you were talking to everybody and you were talking about priestess codes you're getting ready to launch it. And you said, you know, if this is resonating with you at all, you know, I see you. And I was like, Oh, she does see me. I have to get into this program. And I, and Amy, do you remember the message that I sent you? I was like, uh, I don't even think I, I, I don't want to take someone's space. I don't know the language. I don't know what's happening here. I might actually be crazy. And you were so sweet and so inviting. You're like, no, you're exactly where you need to be. And priestess Coes was I feel like I was the, the little rock that got put into a slingshot and I was just, you know, shot, shot off into space. I think I'm still up in space. Sometimes I'm on ships. You know, I, 
I, I travel now. I mean, it's always started with shadow people for me and it has grown from there. I get tremendous visions in my meditations. I get, I feel messages. I have experienced lost souls, you know, that need to cross over. It, it's been a lot. It's a lot trying to figure out what exactly is going on. I, I don't even know how to title it. I'm just me navigating a 5D world. That's pretty much me. Yeah. And I think one of the coolest things about all of your trajectories is that like, like you all mentioned, but you said at the beginning, Heather's like, everything is moving so fast, so mm -hmm. fast. And all of you have like the, the rate of your, um, I don't even know if awakening experience is like an accurate way of describing. I guess so. Cause it's kind of like you awaken from, you know, awaken from like a, a previous, like smaller, more flat version of life to like, like, holy crap, there's like, there are multiple dimensions happening here right now. But yeah, the trajectory has just been like at warp speed. And I, it's interesting to me because I was on, I started awakening when I was 18. So it was a long, slow burn for me. And it's fascinating to witness the three of you just being like, kapow, 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 kapow. <laughs> like the, the insights and the dreams and the meditation visions and the, the various dark nights of the soul and, and, you know, what comes on the other side of it have just been brilliant. So everybody just know that just like Amy said, she literally messaged me and she was like, I don't even know the language. Like, I don't, I feel like I need to ask if I belong, but I don't think I belong here. And I was like, yes, you do. And you don't have to know, you don't, your conscious mind, everybody, everybody listening, your conscious mind does not have to know your soul knows and your soul will just keep expanding your conscious mind as long as you allow it to. Yeah. But we'll go ahead, Heather. Oh, no, I, I wanted just to agree. I, I think what could hold a lot of people back or be intimidating is this comparison. Like that doesn't look like what I'm experiencing, or I don't experience these big downloads. And what is a download? What does that, what does that even mean? You know? And I think, um, there's a, there's a quote that's so great. It's, uh, I forget who said the quote, sorry, whoever said it, but comparison is the thief of joy. And what I think is so interesting as you go through this process, like it's such human nature to compare and contrast. That's one of the reasons why we're here is to experience the comparison and the, and the contrast, but that can sort of hinder us. You know, we we're very rule based and very, well, is this right? Or is this wrong? And, um, like Amy, you were mentioning med meditation, what, ends up keeping people from meditating is well a all the programming around being still and being quiet and what meditation is and am i doing it right or i'm doing it wrong or why even mm -hmm. bother because i'm going to screw it all up anyway and like we we <laughs> we overanalyze meditation and then it also meditation is the place where all of a sudden we're not able to run away anymore. 
And it's really a meditation for me. I mean, to go, to go backwards a little bit, I did have a first awakening in college. And I think for many of us, hopefully this will relate to some of you out there is I had several sort of doors to awaken. And then I, and then I closed them. I think um, that's just how it was meant to be. It was divine timing, but this is my time now to really, excuse me, go down this road. But in college, I came across someone who was, you know, what you would call um, extremely powerfully psychic. And she could see auras to a point where she would have to wear sunglasses at night. And I know y'all hear that song as well in your head. Mm -hmm. (laughs) She had to wear them when she was driving, but she really introduced me to a lot of this. And I I thought I was ready for it, but um, I was young and it was a lot. It was a lot. And um, I sort of just shut it down. But really since then, for me, once I was introduced to, I guess you'd say certain abilities that I have that we all have access to, such as seeing auras or seeing orbs, seeing energy moving, I've been seeing that probably my whole life and didn't realize that that's what it was. And so I think a lot of the awakening process is really recognizing some of your abilities that have always been there, but you didn't know what it was or what to call it, or maybe you thought it would be crazy for that a lot. And you'll, you know, we'll probably talk about it a lot too. It's, it's really deprogramming what's right and what's wrong. You know, um, we've been told how wrong this is to even consider some of these beliefs or consider some of these ideas. So it's, it's hard, it's hard to deprogram, but once you do, then things do move really fast. They do move so fast. Call it my fuck it threshold. Sorry, not sorry, the F-bomb, but it really is. Once you start saying, you know, fuck it, I'm just going to believe this as being true. Then things just start speeding up. Okay. I I feel like I'm, I'm dominating (laughs) on and on. Totally. That's exactly it. That's exactly it. it. And I was, we just closed the boxer space for the fall round of the priestess portal yesterday. And I, I just left a final message saying like, this isn't just an imaginary like title that you're giving yourself and playing dress up like, oh, I'm a, I'm making believe that I'm a priestess today. And -hmm. you can apply this to anything, right? Like if you don't resonate with being a priestess, you can still take this message. It, it's like this information And this path is realer than the, it's realer than anything. It's more real than the life you've been living up until now. It's more real by far than the limiting beliefs, any of the limiting beliefs you've ever had, but you just have to like choose for it to be that real. And, and when you do, it exponentializes. Like when I say that it's a, the, the priestess codes is a a life-changing path. And I don't think anybody who's taken it disagrees, but maybe I don't want to put words in, in everybody's mouth, but also the awakening path is a life-changing path. And, and all you have to do is choose it. And your whole entire world explodes with magic. And does it feel good hundred percent of the time? 
no. <laughs> but <laughs> it definitely explodes with magic. One thing I wanted to dive in with into with all of you is what you all feel is going on and what you all feel is coming right now, because that's pretty much what we talk about most of the time. And the each of us has our own unique insights, but when we share them, they build on each other so beautifully. And I just have cherished these conversations so much because I think I would be still feeling like crazy <laughs> if, if I wasn't checking in with um, all of you regularly and and just hearing what you're experiencing too I would wonder if it's in my imagination or if I'm just crazy or whatever so whoever wants to take it away go for it <laughs> well I'll just say there's so many things I want to ping off of the first one is like talking about like being real and like life being like the realest you could experience and I know that's a cliche but I have talked about I think in this past six months of I keep it's just I think I got it from the priestess codes but it's living a frequency of truth mm -hmm. and that like rings so true to me because I've gotten to this place where I when I really listen to like my deepest innermost voice inside of myself and I really do think that's the soul's voice talking it's this liberating feeling of living your truth. And that means that you really don't have to hide from anything, you know? And, and part of that is the painful process because you have to, oh, there's my dog in the back, in the background. She always, <laughs> I thought it was mine. Always, Georgie always has something to say. Georgie. But, um, <laughs> George, out. <laughs> when... <laughs> But when you're like, when you're really living from that place of truth, life opens up in the most magical ways because you have nothing to hide behind. And, and like I was saying, part of the process of that is going to the deepest, darkest moments of things that you would normally hide behind. And you kind of can look back on your life and see where you have like hidden behind these personas or how you react to situations or anything like that and and when you open it up and you're like oh can I just like shed all these layers and just live like really truly authentically and I know that's a cliche again that live authentically but when you're living from a place of being just extremely honest in yourself and you kind of you're just like I don't care what anybody thinks anymore it's the fuck it threshold I don't care you know and and then to go into what's happening current day to like speed warp to present moment yeah and I think it's those shadows that have more weight to them we'd call it baggage I guess you will and so once you are unloading those shadows and really transmuting them then it really does allow for more space for more light to come in. And when more light comes in, you know, our DNA codes are, you know, rearranging and changing. We're able to expand in these psychic abilities or our intuition is expanding, whatever you want to call it. 
you know, we're all truly powerful at these levels that we haven't been allowed or have allowed ourselves to really understand or try to dive into. But once you do the, the shadow work goes hand in hand with the expansion of your consciousness and of your abilities. So there's so many gifts that come from the shadows, even though it's so painful and so hard. Um, but another gift that comes from this group and groups like these groups is you have a place to lay those shadows on, on an altar, if you will. Again, the priestess codes coming into play. I feel like these groups create these, these altars where not in the religious sense, but you're really offering a deep, dark part of yourself, but you're also offering your joys and all the things that we all celebrate as well. And it's all an offering. And then in exchange, it's, you know, you get help with unpacking it and transmuting it and loving it. And then you're able to release and to really heal from it. So, I mean, I, I've just, for myself, I just know that's been a huge gift and being able to just, you know, be naked and afraid with all of you <laughs> psychically or <laughs> energetically, um, not literally, but who knows, who knows, um, who knows what might happen in our day, but yeah, just to be accepted and loved for all of it, for all of it. Um, again, going back to the divine nature of this, this is how it was supposed to be. And so we're getting back to the way things, you know, are supposed to be. Yep. I feel it a hundred percent. Humans, we're so beautiful. We're capable of so much. And when we're connected with each other in just in supportive relationship and, and open about all of these things. And I, you know, just being very authentic with each other. Like, I feel like everybody's authenticity, first of all, is such a profound gift to everyone else, but also receiving somebody in their authenticity is equally a gift. And we just have so much to, to build off of each other. When we, when we show up in these ways, like just for an example, in, in this group, you know, we could, if we were operating by sort of old paradigm, like low frequency, you know, shadow dynamics, we could be getting triggered by each other and getting mm -hmm. um, jealous that the other is having, you know, because like, so Amy and Heather literally go to spaceships when they sleep <laughs> and meditate. It's crazy. And I am not, I don't like, I, I shared with them a while ago that I was having some experiences of waking up in the night and being like, oh my God, I'm being given intel, which then I would forget by the morning. But, um, and I think that was coming from aliens, but I, I don't get a lot of alien contact. That's not really my thing. And I also don't astral travel like in a controlled way. And I could get totally jealous of that and feel inferior, for example, or, you know, like we could all feel that way with each other, but we don't, we just show up with what we have and we bring to the table or the altar. I love that Heather. Um, what, what we have to offer um, 
our vulnerabilities, our, you know, crazy visions that we don't understand, like whatever. And from there, we just build on it together. Like it becomes bigger and faster and bigger and faster. And we clarify the experience together. I think that's the most beautiful part of, you know, all of us talking about, like you said, our experiences, because not only does it take the crazy factor away, right? Like it's immediately transmuted. You realize that you are special and your sisters are special. And then as each one chimes in or shares something of themselves, it ignites something else in you. It's like we're continuing to catapult each other along, which I think just makes the world an even better place. Like as I'm sitting here right now, I'm getting this huge bliss feeling like running up my core, running at my core. So usually, and Kara was talking earlier and it started running at my core. And it's, these are the things that happen to me, you know, when, when someone is speaking something that resonates so deeply with me, um, I get, I get this running bliss feeling and it's just, I don't know, I, I'm about to go off on a tangent continue on (laughs) (laughs) so so let's let's talk a bit about this acceleration and sort of you know know, like the acceleration of the awakening as it as it affects everyone and what we're feeling is shifting in the the collective timeline Mm -hmm. right now versus where we were like a year ago five years ago whatever so I don't know if you all can hear it's pouring rain outside right now. I'm sitting outside up on the mountain and it's pouring rain. I don't know if you can hear the rain. Yeah. So acceleration wise, I feel like in the past six months, I feel like everything has accelerated to, I keep always talking about exponential speed, but if you look at literally what has happened in the past 10 years or five years or even the past year every month everything keeps accelerating more and more and more and I just feel this energy shift keep happening every day and it's like uh it's like almost a time warp but like people are changing rapidly and when I say changing it's like that could mean anything to anybody right but there's these like, if, if everyone just like took a step back and thought how much has changed in their life in the past, however long, whatever time frame you want to take it, I think everyone, and I, I can't speak for everyone, right? But like, I think everyone would think, oh, a lot has really rapidly changed very quickly in the past, whatever, give it your time frame. And I don't know if I'm speaking for everyone, but maybe you all could say something to that. Like there's just these major differences that none of us really have the words to talk about. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So what I've been saying for a while is basically everything is waking up in direct proportion to your own awakening. So it's the chicken or the egg, you know, everything around you, everything, your relationships, your workplaces, the political scene, all all of it, right? Like the world, Gaia herself. And it, it's all happening at once yet. It's simultaneous with everyone else waking up. 
I, I truly believe there's a couple of things that have come through and that continue to resonate. I haven't deviated from them yet. Again, I'm, I'm open to, um, as Brandon Thomas from expanding reality would say and expanding reality all the time. Right. But I, I do believe that everyone who chose to come in this incarnation is waking up one way or the other. They're either choosing all kinds of different roads and, you know, various means to wake up, whether it's an entity. I've had different experiences with, with entities in this process by entities. I mean, I guess you'd call them the more negative, you know, interdimensional beings that aren't so nice and they, they, they vary and they're not so niceness <laughs> or, you know, just the different, you know, past karma, if you will, just different things that we chose this life to shed all of these different layers in order to expand and be a part of this great awakening, this great consciousness, human evolution. I also feel like we have been through this incarnation many times because we really enjoy the experience of being part of earth's and humankind's expansion to, you know, all the lingo, but the 5d consciousness moving from this very hard dimension, 3d, you know, layer to this 5d oneness unity love consciousness so again i i it doesn't look like sometimes people are waking up but they're all moving in their own process and through their own time and through their own choices on how they're going to wake up some people are choosing to die in order to add to the consciousness expansion <laughs> You know, and I don't say that lightly. I, I did have this premonition of my dad's death a month before he did pass away. And it was very profound, just the whole experience. But I do feel like he he and, and others at this time, by whatever means, are choosing to, to awaken in the sense of, going to another dimension or going to a place of rest, wherever it is that they're going. And then the gifts that they leave behind adds to the expansion of consciousness. That's sort of where I'm at with it. Um, I do believe again, as we speed up, we're going to see more of both. I feel like we're going to see more of choices being made when it comes to awakening, you know, not to be <laughs> the downer, but I mean, I think, I think there's no other option. I think in this incarnation, you're going to wake up one way or the other. That resonates with me so much, Heather, the messages that have been coming through for me really since last week when I was in Savannah, that it's, there's so many people now that I've been shot off into space like I am so much more aware of those that are awaking around me in whatever capacity it is right it, very small levels but it just makes 
it just makes me so excited. But what I feel is truly happening is, mm-hmm. you know, navigating to that 5D world. I, I feel the message for me has been, it used to be more crazy, right? For anybody who had any kind of a superpower because you were told you were crazy. It's, it's starting to invert. You're going to have, you have more people awakening and you're going to have fewer people that are refusing to waken up. Is that, did I say that right? So it's, it's going to be more of the norm to have more awakened people and into sliding into that 5D world. And the dream that I was going to share with you guys the other night, I still haven't been able to share with you. I'll just drop this right here. I was between the two worlds. I was literally sitting on a hilltop with my dog and Yankee and my husband. And then I was looking out and there was my dog in the 3D world walking on the street. And this is horrible, but he got hit by a car. And I was like, oh no. And my husband looked at me and said, no, 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 he's right. We're we're all here. Like we're all here right now. It's okay. Wow. But the attachment to that 3D world and the loss in that 3D world was so, I didn't go into terror. Like, you know, usually when I cry or I'm upset in my dreams, like I I can't voice something. It like gets stuck. I was like, okay, I know, but I want to go check on him anyway. So I stepped into the 3D world and I felt a wash of pain. And it wasn't until I stepped into it. And there was like, grandstands on both sides with tons of people looking around like I won't go into the rest of the dream because my dreams are (laughs) totally off the chart you girls know that but it was so powerful to step between 5d and 3d and the two feelings I had in between and I really feel like this is where we are going you're going to feel the pain on on a certain level but the Mm. beauty Mm. is oh just now I've just got all the chills running up and down yeah. And you brought up another great point, Amy, and then I'll, I'll, sorry, is, and I want to make sure we unpack this as a group is the concept of death. Mm-hmm. I really feel like in this incarnation as part of the awakening process is that we're awakening to what death really is and being triggered by it in in different ways and, and really being forced uh, on one hand to, to address it and, and, and come to terms with it, um, in whatever way that is resonating for each individual person. But I think that's a huge part of this incarnation of awakening is really unpacking what, what death is. Yeah, I, not to speak really so much on the death side, but a huge download or what I've been feeling is and it's suffering like human collective suffering and what I came to terms with recently is that as we are all changing so rapidly and we're all um awakening or I again there's I don't know we don't have human words for what's happening to us all no but no we don't but But as we are all starting to experiencing, experience these things in life that we really, we don't have words for, um, there's a huge sense of surrender Mm. and the surrendering is just letting go of the fact that, you know, you don't have, 
it's it's going into programming and it's going into this we we don't have control and i think humans have tried to control things for so long mm -hmm. and and all this like structure of programmings and we see the structures all starting to break down and what i think um the suffering is coming from is is that a huge portion of humanity and the collective souls are are holding on to some sense of control or some sense of structure and when you hold on to that so tightly mm -hmm. then you're going to start suffering because all of this is breaking away all we're, we're entering a new phase of life that is like these structures are all starting to disappear before our eyes and so if you hold on to that old paradigm or that old structure you're gonna it's gonna be it's it's suffering you know like yeah. once you once you realize oh okay things are changing it's out of my control let's just go for the ride then it's so liberating but but if you are holding on for dear life like and that goes back into you what you were talking about heather is it then it could go into death from there mm -hmm. you know you don't want to be here for the ride anymore yeah i totally resonate with that we talked about that i know like i don't know if you know people have read eckhart tolle and deepak and some of the others throughout generations have talked about the resistance is what causes the suffering Mm -hmm. And this is a huge part of the awakening process is that surrender and coming to that sense of neutrality about everything, not having a judgment on anything. And that's super hard getting to that place of, of surrender. But once you're there, even if you're there for a short period of time, and you get a taste of it. You're like, all right, this is what it's all about. This place of surrender. Is the place of joy and peace and everything that we really want is this a state of okay i have open hands you know i'm ready mm -hmm. to receive as opposed to the closed hands and i'm gonna i'm gonna cling on to this old paradigm for as long as i can well guess what the awakening's coming for you <laughs> whether you like it or not whether you it's, like it or not let's yeah. just say like there's no going back no that's that's a huge one that's a huge yes. one and everyone everyone can attest to that what has happened in the past two years mm -hmm. and when people say oh, oh when we go back to normal, normal. Well, guess what what is normal and also <laughs> there is no going back in time no, no. and do <laughs> we know want i don't want to go back into normal <laughs> I, I don't i like the, i like this <laughs> <laughs> me too i think that's why we're all together we like this <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean this this you know my meditations now are off the chart. It's it's almost like watching a video. I'm like I'm just going to go into some story time here. Let's see what let's see what shows up today. I love Amy oh. Amy K's meditations. <laughs> I love it. Oh my Amy god, K they are I, I, I would say Amy K is by far the most vivid yes. meditator dreamer of us all like she really gets the most yes clear lucid um interpretations than i started any of us. smelling things you know <laughs> i mean i told you guys that like I, I smelled flowers you know when i was in one of my meditations i'm like 
it's just um it's pretty wild but it's fun I'm not gonna lie like if I get a moment to myself I'm like oh I'm just gonna go into this meditation that was not me eight months ago that's right eight months ago I was like looking at my timer going oh my god it's been a minute (laughs) I have to go five minutes how can I do this now I'll just sit there like if I could sit there for a good two hours because you surrendered I did and that something along that too I really encourage people to research that like really dive into it because you don't realize the weight that is on your shoulders until you really surrender and when you surrender when you go back when you do the work you just it's so beautiful to feel this weight lifted and and looking at anything that happens now it's just just surrendering to it it's just it just feels good I can speak to this like in a very literal 3d and 5d way right now because I'm experiencing something called topical steroid withdrawal which I had never heard of prior to like four days ago but my face started I thought it was eczema it just started like blowing up and turning red and hivy and uh, it felt really hot not really itchy just like hot and uncomfortable and I thought oh my god my food allergies again again and it was sort of the same old story I'd always thought but I just got this it didn't even feel like a download it was just this like knowing like just don't use the creams it's not don't use the steroids like don't use the cortisone or the betamethasone this time your body needs to go through this and it was kind of it it was all sparked by one of the um huge solar flares that we had at the end of october or the beginning of november and anyway so you can't see me right now, but I'm going to post it on social media and keep showing up because why not? And I still, I still feel beautiful. Like when I look at myself, I'm like, holy shit, my body's like rip, like, wow. And, and mind you, it gets intense for people. And I, not going to lie. I'm hoping it doesn't get that intense for me, but it, it might. And there's just nothing I can do about it, except just let my body do what it needs to do. And so my face is all red. My neck is turning all red and it's not, it's not conventionally pretty. And I went through this, like a couple weeks of feeling that like panic of like, what do I need to cut out of my diet? What is causing this? And, you know, how do I make it stop? How do I go back to normal? How do I get my skin to calm down and go back to normal? And when I found out about topical steroid withdrawal or TSW for short, and I realized that's what's going on. I was like, oh, okay. So I have no choice literally. And it's going to probably be at least a year of this and all right, bring it. I'm, I'm here for it. Uh, that doesn't mean that I think that it's going to be comfortable. It just means that like I surrender to it. I really, really do. And the difference in my mental health, I don't like, I don't wake up dreading the mirror in the morning, but my face hasn't changed. In fact, it's gotten worse but it doesn't matter. I don't, I don't go with this um, anticipation of dread and this feeling like I'm doing something wrong and I have to figure it out and fix it. I've released the idea that what my skin non-inflamed is better than my skin inflamed. They're both fine. It's all me. I am beautiful. I am perfect. My body is 
fucking brilliant. And yeah. I just need to like get out of the way and let it do what it needs to do right. and nurture it and give it time and just love it and be in all the feelings. And, you know, when I feel like crap, let myself feel like crap, but just don't mm-hmm. set up camp there. Don't, don't make that my, my, my base camp. Um, and, and when you were talking about your dream, Amy, I, I thought that immediately I was like, wow, that's literally what I'm experiencing. That delineation between like, I am in my multidimensional self where I, I am my body, but I'm more than that. And if Mm -hmm. I, if I'm anchored in my body and anchored in this prior constricted concept of who I am then there's so much pain. And, but if I'm like, I don't, I don't even feel my face. It's like, I I'm telling you, as soon as I realized and surrendered the heat reduced. And even my husband commented that the redness reduced because it's just like, I'm not, I don't, it's fine. I can just let it be what it is and and ride it out. And it might take longer than a year. It, It, I have no idea. It doesn't even matter. But I really feel it. You're detoxing at a soul level. Yeah. Like yes. you're, you know, that fire that you're feeling and you surrender to it, you immediately felt the flame, like start to diminish. Like that is, I mean, our bodies are amazing, right? But our souls are kick ass. And I just feel like the two are going hand in hand for you. Yeah. Purifi- purification. We talked about that yesterday is what came through for me for you and for all of us, really, it's a time of purification. And I don't mean that from a religious standpoint. It's just, it really is just this detoxing, this cleansing, getting back to the divine frequency, the way that things were supposed to be. And of course, our bodies are going to go through all this, you know, because it wants to, it's trying to match the energetic frequency that we're being pulled to. It needs to match that with that resonance. So we've got to go through these processes to get there. A hundred percent. And and I think that's why I just got that intuitive hit not to use the the creams and just be like, your body is trying to do something and the, the sun, the solar flares are triggering something and just let it happen and it's going to look different for everybody. Like mm-hmm. it's in the 3d it's explained as the fact that I, you know, had used quite small amounts actually yeah. of topical steroids over the last six years, very sparingly. That's the 3d thing. And that is what it is. But on, on the bigger level, it's like my whole entire body is is calibrating to a new frequency and that's just what's required and it you know it is what it is and and amy when you said that you walked back into 3d and we're we're hit with this wall of pain i've always Mm -hmm. kind of I, i wonder if this resonates with you i always have kind of conceived of the difference between 5d and 3d is like 5d is what it feels like for us to walk through air versus walking through water it's like 3d is like walking through water like there's so much oh my god yeah wow 100 percent yeah yeah Mm -hmm. it's like in the dreams like when i'm upset or running i you know you're running in slow motion you can't get somewhere like that is 3d for me it's like i I don't even think i'm in water i think i'm in mud yeah but that 5d sitting there on that hill looking out at my 3d life and also the other feelings that erupted with that was just 
I was so angry at the people around me. I had, cause nobody would help me. And I don't need to go into the details, but I was like, there was just so much anger and mischief. And it just, it pissed me off. And like, I lost my grace in the 3D world. You know, I really did. But my, my world that I love is sitting there on that 5D hill. And I knew I was safe. I just wanted to give it a chance, you know, to see if I could get this second dog of mine, Yankee, back open, like pull two of them into 5D. Like it was, it was off the charts. But that whole walking through air versus walking through water. That is perfect, Amy. That's that perfect. is that literally is the best description because it's mm-hmm. we talk about density mm-hmm. and I actually you know I'm a, um, a Pilates instructor and I talk to people about movement movement and I've often used this theory of like think about your body moving through water or moving through air and you can create resistance and when I talk about creating resistance I'm like think about like when you're moving your leg through water and the difference (laughs) between moving it through air (laughs) it's brilliant heather is probably why we fly we (laughs) we have to travel we're just walking around and running stuff you know yeah (laughs) i've been on many different ships and by the way amy you were on one of the ships that i was on so (laughs) awesome i just don't remember it that's all yeah you don't remember it (laughs) and kara you had an experience a while ago that i would love to hear about it was i don't know so it feels like it was within this past month but what even is time anyways but where you spent a night in, in or maybe it was a day in 5d is how it felt to you and you were just like you could you you were messaging us and you're just crying and you're like I can't even I can't I'll come back (laughs) oh well okay yeah well to be honest I'm just gonna uh like precursor that I do microdose uh psilocybin mushrooms and that has been part of my routine over the past year and it's, I think it's a, actually probably a huge part of my awakening, but so I can't attribute it to that, but there was a day that I went into a deep sleep. I took a nap in the afternoon. And when I woke up from the nap, I felt like I was in a different world. Like I literally, it, it was, it was nothing I've ever experienced before. And I, I and then I was like, I think actually maybe we've all ascended to this fifth dimension. And is this what it is? And it felt like a world that was there. It had no borders or boundaries. It had no, it goes back to the structure. And it also goes back to, there's no external factor telling you what is real or not real. It was all within me to understand what the world was. And it was the craziest feeling. And it was jarring because I felt like, like, is everyone here with me? There was a sense of like, am I here alone? Or are we all going here together? And I think the scariest thing is, uh, is leaving people behind in this whole like awakening, expansion, ascension process is, are we all going together or is it me alone? And that's a huge, just like, 
human fear, right? But, oh man, it, it really was the most amazing experience. And it was very scary. I kept boxing you all like, <laughs> like, and you, I was crying, but it was, it wasn't tears of complete fear. It was also tears of this wonderment. Just, mm-hmm. Yeah. This wonderment of like, is this really what the world could be? Yeah. Maybe it yeah. really could be like this for all of us. And it could be so beautiful, but I still think we're in a process of there are, there's still, I don't want to go back to Joe Thomas and we don't even have to go there, but there is still work to be done. <laughs> Either laugh or you cry. Cause it's yeah. like, we do it all here. We, yes. Yes. So we can't attribute the term to this group, but the brilliant Christina Luna um, she uses the phrase speaking of psilocybin, Kara, microdosing. Mm-hmm. So what this podcast is doing, maybe for people who are listening to it, or maybe what the Joe Thomas podcast did for us is it gave us a microdose of what it would feel like to face death or face mm. the end of something or face the leaving behind of people we love or losing what's most important to us and really having to unpack what that feels like in a kind of like, like riding a roller coaster, like, you know, well, you hope it's safe and you won't fall off, but (laughs) I mean, you're assuming so. We're hoping those straps keep you in. We're hoping the straps work, you know? (laughs) So that's like a little micro dose of like what it would feel like to have this experience without having the experience so that it triggers something within you that raises your frequency, that, that raises your conscious awareness. So like we're all encountering these little micro doses, whether it's in relationships or listening to podcasts or whatever it is. And it allows us for this expansion so that, Hey, if there is going to be some laser event in December, then, oh, I'm, I'm okay. I'm good with that. And I'm going to go ahead and buy my Christmas presents because, you know, because it's fun. I'm going to buy the Christmas presents. Get some popcorn for the show. And that's right. <laughs> like, that is what I came for. I came for the experience, you know, to be able to, you know, the 3D, the 5D, you know, bridging it being on both hills, if you will, and experiencing the water and the air at the same time. Yeah. Yeah. I think we all are living in both worlds. Yeah. And that's why we found each other. (laughs) We're swimming and then we pop up and then we're flying as fairies. And mermaids. <laughs> swimming as mermaids. Yeah. Oh, and riding on unicorns. I rode on oh, a yes. unicorn yesterday. So yeah, yes. that was pretty yes, bad. Yeah. Yeah. That was the purification message that was coming through that, that unicorn, you know, represents is that, is that purity, you know, that divine frequency and yeah. Yeah. There's, oh yeah, we, gosh, we could go in all different directions. Amy Belair, oh my God. talk about the fairies and the unicorn. I know aliens. We haven't really talked about haven't, the aliens. We haven't even talked about aliens yet. And Heather Thomas, oh. I mean, you could go for days on that. <laughs> We're obviously going to have to make this a regular thing because there's like 
exactly. We haven't even talked about aliens yet. Is it's wild. But you have to lay you have the foreplay has to happen. You can't oh, just oh, I like you just to pop oh, foreplay. Oh, I mean, yeah. <laughs> Every, everybody talk about microdosing. Oh god, talk about teasing people, Amy. <laughs> ultimately I guess I will say that I still feel something something coming in the next month I especially oh yeah with that lunar eclipse yeah I so I'm just so funny because I don't like I don't get all mystical about anything you probably think I do because this is like all I ever do is talk about spirituality, but I didn't even tune into the lunar eclipse. It was on my birthday and I didn't even tune into it until the next day. And I, I sat there and tuned into it. And the message I got was, Oh, Oh, okay. If you're going to draw the analogy of this whole ascension slash expansion, thank you, Kara process, uh, to human childbirth, the message was that the the lunar eclipse on the full moon on November the wee hours of November nineteenth was like a threshold where we we completed the dilation phase. If you know if you don't know what I'm talking about, if you've never had a baby or you're a dude or you're just, you're not interested in that stuff, then bear with me. All the dudes are turning tuning out now. Like oh god, right? The the dilation phase is is the part where you know, you have a contraction and then a break and a contraction and a break. And on TV, they make it look really painful and horrible. And it's pretty painful, not gonna lie though. But it's what has to happen in order to open. There's a barrier that holds back. It's kind of like shaped like a turtleneck and it's called the cervix and it holds the baby in. So the whole time that it's growing, it has to be held in by something. So it doesn't just fall out. And so the the dilation part is where dilation just means opening of that that barrier that holds the baby back so that it's completely dilated and the baby can fit through now and then the contractions change into pushing contractions where the the body is now pushing the baby out so I got the the message that we're finished dilating we're fully dilated we're just having a little it's a little bit of a break little little rest little breather and then the pushing contractions are going to start and it feels like at the end of December something is going to align and we're all going to like be pushed out like a little slimy naked baby (laughs) like I don't know some new version of ourselves and and I do believe it's the the 5d version and I don't actually know how it's going to go down and how it's going to look but I'll throw it out there I I think it has to do with the sun I was reserving that before, back in August when I first started talking about it, because I I don't know, but now I'm pretty sure it has to do with the sun. The sun is just like out of control. It's so bright. So bright. It's so bright. Warm. The sunsets and the sunrises are just to die for. And the solar flares too have been like pretty freaking strong so i think the sun's just gonna barf a bunch of plasma out all over us and we're gonna be (laughs) purified into (laughs) like all the 3d illusion is gonna be like (laughs) melted away or something i don't know well amy k you send us merry christmas everyone (laughs) yeah merry christmas but amy k you send us pictures almost every day of sunrises and sunsets and it's just like that's that's the only way our human brains can comprehend what's going on. 
yeah. it's like these beautiful images of like what's going on in the cosmic world and the sun is so white and it's so hot and it's so bright to look at I mean it's just really really intense and and it affects my skin too Amy like I've shared that with you I have the same redness break out like my body also on some level is going through that soul detoxification um, whatever is transitioning here I feel the December time frame with you I really do that does resonate with me yeah yeah astrologically um and Christina Luna, I have to keep crediting her for this because she really opened my mind up. I was always into astrology, but she took me to such a deeper level of knowing about what's going on. And, and if you look at it astrologically, there is major shifts happening in December into January, and it is a death of some sorts. So Pluto, the, the final and you know, I guess scientifically, it's not even considered a planet anymore, but yeah, but like, it's it kind a little of ornery the, about it. Yeah. It's kind of the, the gateways of into what, what we know as space from our galaxy, right. Uh, from our little universe. And, and so there's a lot of things happening with Pluto in December and it is a death and a rebirth. So I don't know what that means. I can't, I can't predict what that means, but you know, I think it's something, <laughs> I know it's something. <laughs> yeah, and and I, experience it. I, I just think that we're not supposed to know. And we've no. talked about this a lot of times, like we're, it's all conjecture. It's, it's really like, we're not supposed to know because a what fun would that be and b we would just panic about it and try and control it prepare. and prevent it and prepare and we would it would take us out of the moment and the moment is where we have all of our power the the now moment is literally the only place that you can be effective from and so yes. whenever you go into like prepare mode, um, you get anxious, notice, you get anxious. Whenever you go into regret mode, you get depressed, right? So mm -hmm. it's like, screw the past, screw the future. <laughs> so yes. It's just yeah. being, hold that calm frequency, you know, hold the frequency. That's what we've been mm -hmm. saying. That's actually a big, a big thing we've said since the very beginning, being all together and that's what we have helped to do in our group is to help hold the frequency, especially in the times when, you know, we've really struggled, you know, um, I know y'all are listening to us now and we're having a great time and we, we do, we have a good time, but we've all gone through some, some difficult things and, and we'll continue, I am sure, but um, we've helped each other when it's just hard. It's hard. I know we came to be the light workers. We, this is our job. We came to be on the front lines of this, particularly a lot of the women, you know, and so it's, this is what we signed up for, but it is a struggle to hold this frequency um, at, at times. But, you know, we've talked also about preparing there's, there's really no other way to prepare other than to prepare energetically which we're already doing, you know, that's yeah. the best way to prepare is to, you know, keep doing the work, keep shedding the layers, keep being in community. Community is so important. Of course we love soul space, but if there's, you know, other communities that are, you know, really calling out to you to be a part of join them, you know, you're not alone. 
Um, there are, are people out there who are, are just like us and um, we're all here together. We're all here at this time to be a part of this amazing transition and to use our unique skill sets to help with this transition, to help other people through it. I think Heather, you're just, you're the spokesperson. You're, you're, you say it all. And then we all just nod our heads and we go. Yep. That was beautifully said. Yep. Yep. (laughs) Well, I am highly caffeinated. (laughs) I I am too. And it's kind of actually a little scary because I don't drink coffee that much, but (laughs) Will will the heart palpitation start start at any moment? We don't know. <laughs> oh god, this is so funny. Oh. Well, I suppose I should let everyone go. Like, let all of you go back to your day, yeah. and let all of the uh, listeners carry on with their day. And I feel like that was such a beautiful place to wrap things up. But I mean, obviously, we have to talk about the aliens. And like, there's so if you all understood listening, if you all understood the kind of conversations we have, you'd be like, wait, there's more. <laughs> Don't go. <laughs> so we'll be back for sure. I, I promise, promise, promise. Yeah. Shadow people, when you talk about the shadow people. Oh, 100%. And some of these interdimensional beings. The aliens. Uh, yeah. we, haven't, we haven't even talked about Bigfoot. Sasquatch. <laughs> <laughs> And the and the CIA alien sleeper agents. <laughs> yes. Oh my god. <laughs> There's so much. Oh um, god. I, I agree with Heather. Well, we all do, obviously. Just that find find somebody if it's soul space. If you want to create your own little like sub branch off communities, just through a Facebook messenger, private group from people you've met in soul space, like we need each other more than ever right now, validate your dreams, validate your downloads, your intuitions, your visions, your meditations. They're probably almost all going to feel like made up bullshit to you if you're by yourself. But when you speak it out to somebody else and they receive it and witness you, as a, you know, a brilliant psychic receiver, then you will, you will find the synchronicities, you will decode it together. It, it will just keep happening. It will just keep coming. It's like you give it permission. If you, if you speak it out to somebody, it'll keep coming. It'll keep flowing. And we do really need to support each other know that our you know, it's easy to feel, it's really easy these days to feel triggered by all the things that number one are deliberately seated into the news to trigger us. Uh, yes. but, but number two, like we can use those to our advantage. Why are we being triggered? Let's just explore it. Let's look at it. Let's feel into it and know that it doesn't, it's not a bad thing. There's just some weird story there and just, just find the story and explore the story and decide, do you want to keep going with that story or do you want to create a new story? It's totally up to you. And, and, but just do that with support, find support. You're not alone. Like Heather said, you are, you are not alone. We are all waking up. And the last thing that I'll say is what Heather said about everybody waking up, whether, <laughs> whether we want to or not. I also got that um, confirmation when somebody asked, what if, and like, what happens if, you know, I'm forced to get 
the injection and that was a big fear for her and or what if my children are so that was a fear for her and so I'm not really talking about the injection I'm just talking about our worst case scenarios our personal worst case scenarios what they showed me the record keepers was even in that particular scenario for that person if every single human on planet earth received the injection either willfully or against their will the ascension is still happening because it's bigger than all of this so yeah we're everyone's waking up you're you're a your partner waking up we hear you william we know yeah it's like you guys mom seriously you just said okay i just said he's right (laughs) well thank you my beautiful priestess sisters for joining me on this part one of this roundtable panel conversation i'm sure it will thrill everyone who listens (laughs) i hope anyway i hope you're not all just bored listening to us but i doubt it (laughs) i love you all so much and listeners you know that i love you i am so appreciative of you this community keeps growing the listenership keeps growing and we are anchoring so much light onto the planet no matter how uncomfortable you might feel no matter how in the thick of your own shadow you are you are anchoring light onto the planet and i thank you i thank you from the bottom of my heart and the fullness of my being i have to jump off here my friends are like we got to get out of this cabin they're co- the cleaners are coming soon but i love you all so much and it's been it's been just amazing to have this conversation as always and i just send so much love out into the universe my heart is beaming thank you i love, love you Tara. love you girls love you heather love you amy love you all so much bye everyone Hello, beautiful being of shadow and light. If you loved this episode and you want more, you can join my new membership, Light Codes. This membership is the place where you will receive all the light codes that I am channeling on how to navigate the intensifying energies of this next phase of the rapid awakening and ascension of the human collective consciousness on earth. But also all the light codes on how to step into our highest selves to activate our soul mission to harness our magic and power as creators and to manifest the highest timelines for ourselves and for the collective. To find out more information about light codes and all the ways to work with me, see the link in the show notes or visit amybelair.com. Thank you so much for being here with me on this episode. I appreciate you more than my words could ever say. Please remember to rate, review, subscribe, and share, and I will catch you on the next episode.